are now listening to the hashtag Ask J. Charles Show. Yo, what's up, guys? J. Charles here on the hashtag Ask J. Charles Show. Uh, here today in the Perform First Gym in California with Any Shaker, owner of Any Shaker. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you, J- Jonathan? Pretty good, pretty good. So um, real quick rundown. If you want to give them kind of like a background on who you are, the product, the business, and everything like that, just so they can have some you know, clarity. Sure. So uh, Any Shaker is an idea that I had uh, a little over a year ago. And it came just because I'm, I'm taking BCAs all the time, doing protein shakes all the time. I got uh, a cabinet full of shaker bottles, and they're you know they're always taking up my dishwasher or uh, my uh, dish dryer, just taking up so much space. So I'm sometimes trying to cheat and use a spoon, and then your your, your drinks are left chunky. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So yeah. I'm like, why isn't there somewhere something in the middle where you know I could just take a cup, cover the top, and use any cup I have to mix you know my supplements. So that's really where the concept spawned. Um, and then after, you know, for the prototyping and testing, we have the uh, the Any Shaker, which I'm sure some of your uh, listeners can't see on the video, but essentially a silicone lid that stretches and fits to any diameter of a cup with a agitator shaker ball hanging from it. Nice. So it's uh, really compact. You can literally put it in your pocket, take it with you anywhere you go, you know, for people who, uh, you know, travel a lot for work and whatnot. Nice, man. And, um, and I think, you know, that goes a long way because most businesses, that's exactly how it starts, you know, solving a solution, you know, because you got tired of, you know, having all your cups, taking up all the space and everything like that. And you decided, let me just come up with this product. Did it take a lot of like uh, thinking to come up with that type of design or? Yeah, th- this is not uh, the first design that we came up with. There, There's uh, maybe this is like the 10th one. Um, you know, just for a little bit of background on me, my, my degree is in mechanical engineering and I've been coming up with ideas for a long, long time. Uh, a lot of times I've tried to uh, license them to companies as opposed to venturing them myself kind of takes away the risk on my end and lets me work with an experienced team. Um, so coming up with like, you know, having a a problem and then just immediately thinking of uh, like some solutions is natural to me it's it's kind of part of my background mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of work went into testing and making sure we had the right material there's a lot of different types of silicone out there believe it or not most of them are not going to stick uh to a glass and some of them are too strong so uh it's gonna be really hard for people to use so so that's um, you said that's like y'all's 10th one roughly yeah yeah wow. there's uh I, I saved them all in a box just because it's, it's, I'm sure at some point in the future it'll be like nostalgic, nostalgic to look back exactly. and be like, wow, look at that piece of crap. That's what it all started <laughs> from. But um, yeah, so we just kept testing and we, we just want like a high quality product, you know, something that people can use. It's going to work really well. I, obviously, you know, mixing protein shakes, you know, it can, it can be challenging. So you need something that's really going to mix protein shakes effectively. And um, I just want something that's going to last a long time too. True. You know, a lot, a lot of the, you know, shaker bottles, you got to replace them every three to six months. Once something that's going to last a lot longer. Exactly. Now, 
going into this, I know you, so you said at first um, you were trying to, I guess, partner up with other businesses and stuff, you know, because there is less uh, risk. Was it hard for you to turn, turn around and say, you know what, I think I'm going to do this on my own, uh, start this as my own business? Was it hard to make that transition and ultimately go full force into it? So it was actually pretty easy for this product because it, it's usually what I do with a lot of my ideas is I uh, put together a little bit of marketing material, you know, like a one page sell sheet or a 60 second video with my homemade prototype, it's basically like a mock commercial you might see on Facebook or something. And I send that to companies who I think would be a good fit for. So I actually sent any shaker to the blender bottles and these other companies that, you know, are in this space already. And um, I spent it to about 28 companies and right off the bat, four companies were like, hey, this is cool, can we talk? So I knew I was on to something because immediately the experts yeah. in the industry already it caught their eye. The, the blessing in disguise for me was the design was not the design that we have now. So they really liked the concept, but the design was much more ugly, okay. crude and uh, rudimentary. So it kind of let us off the hook where they weren't quite ready to pull the plug on a licensing deal. Yes. But it gave me the the uh, the knowledge that oh we're onto something. So nice. once those deals kind of you know took took a breather, I went and hired an industrial engineer and worked with him to really perfect the design and make it something that people just you know found attractive and wanted to touch and use. And um, so I you need that market validation. You need mm -hmm. you know some type of market survey in the beginning to say okay I like the product, but it are, is there going to be a demand for it? Yep. That's cool, man. Cool. Yeah. And y'all are a startup, right? I mean, when yep. did, when did y'all, uh, I guess, open up? When did y'all start? How long have y'all been active? So, uh, you know, I, I had the idea last April. So it's, it's been a year from concept to, to now, a that's, little bit longer. That's quick. Man. And um, <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a lot's happened that year. So during that time, we've, uh, we spent about three months, I don't want to say wasted because it was valuable, but about three months talking to companies for licensing. Okay. And that's where I kind of gathered a lot of info, got a lot of insight in, into the shaker bottle industry, what's really important to customers and, and whatnot. It was, it was helpful. But, you know, that was also time that I wasn't spent, you know, making a, a mold or yeah. working with my industrial designer. So it's uh, in some ways it was lost time. Yeah. But I mean, at, at the same time, like you said, you got that information from people that have done it already that, you know, you got to see what the market wants and the needs of it. So I don't think it was lost time because you have to take those steps in order to get to where you're at right now. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, about the designing and everything like that, you know, that could have, of course it came afterwards and you know, it's just about being patient and figuring out what you need to do for a second, third, fourth. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think it's lost time at all, man. You did your research I, I first. Agree, I agree with you. I was, yeah, it was, uh, it probably could have worded that better. I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, but yeah, so then in December, we essentially had like a soft launch where we were letting people, you know, buy them, uh, you know, as gifts for Christmas and whatnot. It was mostly uh, family, friends, and then friends of friends. And then um, in January, we actually uh, had everything up and running, running ads. And uh, that's when people just started reaching back out to us. And about uh, about a month ago, we, we brought on a, a strategic investor um, so we're just we're just growing more and more. That's awesome. Uh, ba basically, on like a demand basis. So yep. personally, I wanted to bootstrap it. I, I never wanted to kind of have to answer to anybody. I just <laughs> yeah. I wanted to run this myself. And then as people are like, "Hey, can we buy five hundred from you at, at wholesale? Can we do this? Can we do this?" It's like, "Shit, I need some help." Like the things yeah. starting to take off. So uh, that's when we started talking with 
an investor and, and it, he's helped out huge like shaved off probably years that's of awesome. learning for us that's awesome man that's what it's all about you know yeah. uh getting help when you need it uh yeah. I, know, I know a lot of times like we like to think that we can do it by ourselves all the time and no, there's nothing wrong with that if you can great but at the same time if you need that extra hand ask you know i've been i've been in your shoes before too man where i just i wanted to do it i wanted to make it all my own do all stuff but at the same time okay you know we're kind of getting a little too busy i need i needed some help i need some so yeah i, I hear what you're saying um, so I guess would you say the passion behind the business have you always were you uh, I guess were you pretty into the fitness world and stuff like that or throughout your the past few years or how does that yeah I, I've been into fitness uh, forever like the, the two main industries that I'm always you know inventing products for are uh, kitchen and fitness nice. and they kind of go hand in hand too right mm-hmm. so um, a, another product that I've licensed is actually uh, a, a home uh, gym piece of equipment awesome. uh, that's to a company it'd be a little too expensive for me to start up myself but I constantly have ideas about how to you know for improvements and innovations in those two areas that's awesome man. Man, that's yeah. pretty cool now like I want to go into I want to transition into this question because you just said um, fitness and like the kitchen side so I know I did see on a, some some of the uh, the posts that y'all put out people using your product in the kitchen now do you think this is a product that we can market towards you know culinary scene and stuff you know for the shaking or even to like mixologists you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it, it's possible um like kind of our on our facebook marketing when we target you know kitchen wares and kind of that side it's, it's definitely not as effective as if we're, we're looking at like bench press and squat <laughs> yeah. um so it, it, it's it's definitely more of like a lifting and even power lifting mm-hmm. type product but it's 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 also it doesn't it, it's the shaker bottle without a bottle yes. right so it's not like you're going to use it immediately after your workout so you know for people who want that they're, they're still going to use a shaker bottle or, or something mm-hmm. um but on the other hand if if you know a lot of people are working out at home right now so we're seeing an uptick in sales because people don't want to have all the all the kitchen cabinet space taken up by five or ten shaker bottles yep so people who use this in the kitchen they also use it in uh, hotel rooms or whenever they're traveling. It's it's really convenient because convenient, yeah. you can just you can put it on any cup. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. Like like I'm saying, a lot of this is you know we're we're in kind of lean startup mode. We're doing a lot of testing. If if at some point we see, you know, the the probiotic scene is it, we're getting a lot of demand from there. Then of course we're going to turn and start marketing yeah. more heavily in that direction. Um, we we'll yeah. always have our ears to you know what people are saying nice now would you say um do you see in the future different products coming out of this or i'm pretty sure you already have in your mind or you already have some things that you want to come out with um you don't have to say them but i'm just curious i know this is one product for any shaker are there multiple things that you're looking into definitely yeah there's uh again if we weren't in lean startup mode and just trying to maximize any shaker right now we that, that's really why we're only st- we have two colors right now we have black we have blue you know both are really attractive to people but you know some other e- even just other colors we're, we're staying away from those just to keep our, our skew straight and maximize mm-hmm. um yeah there's other products um much, much more innovative than just a new color <laughs> that I'd like to try <laughs> yeah nice man nice i mean i think it's huge i think it's a good thing um have y'all thought about uh influencer marketing with these products a little a little bit yeah 
Um, we haven't dabbled with it yet um, too much, aside from people who are just saying, you know, maybe they got like 20,000 followers and just like, hey, if uh, you send me one, I, I, I'd love to post it. Um, sorry, Charles, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think uh, my battery just died. Hopefully it doesn't cut us off. <laughs> sorry about that. No, you're good. It's plugged in now. Um, I'll just keep talking and we'll pick up if we get cut off. Um, so yeah, we, we will do more influencer marketing in the future. Um, but for right now, we're, we're... I know, yeah, you're still in the beginning phases. I apologize. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good, man. It happens. Trust me. Just, um, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. And uh, my, my battery in my laptop wasn't uh, plugged in. Oh, you're good, man. No worries. So um, what were we talking about? Yeah, just in, in terms of influencers, it's, it's definitely in our long-term strategy. Right now, um, it, it can be just like very time-consuming. Like, yeah. It's a bit of a negotiation, mm-hmm. um, and, and sometimes you, you would think everything works out perfectly, but sometimes people don't do exactly as they're saying you're going to do, so you're going to exactly. follow up, and it's just very time-consuming. So eventually we will, um, but right right now mostly just focused on a lot of uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising. It's working out well. and nice. Plus know, it's cheap. Talk. It's cheap and it's free. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. <laughs> yep. Um, nice, man. Nice. So do y'all have a pretty big team or? No, very, very, very small. So a lot of it's just me wearing many hats, but we also have, uh, an investor and advise, you know, a strategic investor. So he comes in and we, we have discussions probably once a week, um, at least a couple times a month. Uh, also have an industrial designer helping out with, with different things. Um, and also a lawyer, IP lawyer. Nice. Nice. So. That's cool, man. So all the day-to-day, all the uh, social media, everything like that is through you. Yep. That's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a lot of it is, you, you know, we've mentioned before, or I've mentioned before, like I have a lot of ideas. So, you know, I, I think this is going to be a very big success, but I, it, you know, I'm going to be on to something else in a few years, whatnot. Yeah. I need to learn all this stuff firsthand. Yeah. So I, I'd be kind of shooting myself in the foot in the long term if I wasn't really taking the opportunity to, to dive deep into all facets of it i love that you said that uh right when i started my business five years ago i didn't know what i was doing i was a kinesiology major you know i was going to school for uh at first it was physical therapy then just to be a trainer um, i didn't have any business background i didn't have any marketing background i didn't know how to do the numbers accounting i didn't know how to do any of that stuff but it's about learning as you go teaching yourself that stuff so that down the road when you do have the big team you can still you know be a practitioner in each and every one of those things um, and I, I think that's missed by a lot of people because I, I, from what I see is a lot of people would like to not get their hands dirty, you know, and have just hire and delegate, you know, at the same time, opposite spectrum, that is good, you know, you know, delegating those, um, I guess problems that you don't understand, don't know how to do or don't have time for and, you know, compensating them well, but it's always the best thing when you learn how to do it on your own you know that way if anything does happen yeah i, th- I think it's a kind of a short-term versus long-term thinking debate so mm-hmm. it's like if if you have you know a career and a business outside of the product you're selling or outside of what you're doing 
it makes sense to delegate it because you got other focuses and you have this idea that you want to pursue, but it, it's not worth it to you to, to put all your eggs in that basket. Versus me, you know, I'm, I'm an inventor, right? Like, I, if I don't know this myself, then I'm always relying on someone else to have to help me to do it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense in the long term. I, it, it, you know, so I, I think it just depends what your long term goals are, and then you make decisions that align with that. Nice. Yeah, that's true. Um, so were there a lot? I mean, it seems like you've already had like a lot of experience with this type of work and this stuff. However, I know there's still doubts every now and then. Was, was there a lot of doubt coming into it or no? Doubts or fear? Um, not so much. I, I mean, I, I've, I've had so many products that were just like false starts. So many ideas that I like I tried putting out to the world and people just didn't care. And then, you know, when I put, started putting this one out, the response was totally different. So, and, and then at every step, you know, it's like you... You know, like we said before, we, we kind of went for light or I went for licensing and it didn't really happen. But I, there was like there was very positive, a lot of positives intertwined within all those conversations. Um, so then you go to the next step where you invest a few thousand dollars mm-hmm. uh, to get the mold made in your first thousand units. Mm-hmm. And people start, start buying those off Instagram with no ads. Well, that's that's a positive. You're, you're yeah. not selling to anyone and people are buying it. So then you take another step further, you get it more units made in and then the comments start coming in so you you just take it one step at a time never putting too much risk on the line that is just gonna you know screw up any of your other projects or anything um you know you you're kind of pushing but you're also looking for something that has pull to it you don't want to be spending the next five years constantly pushing you want to be selling a product that people are interested in and not everybody is going to be interested in it but there has to be a core group of people that just they love it and that's really important. Yep. I like that. I mean, that goes into the next question that I wanted to ask you. Advice for other people. You know, anyone else looking to start a business, looking to start, you know, some type of startup, whether it's a product or a service, you know, uh, just taking it one step at a time, like you said. Um, do you have any other advice for anyone that's looking to start? Sure. I, I would say um, a couple of things. One is, you know, um, I wouldn't try to like invent something or come up with something just for the sake of a business. Just try to solve your own problems. Like if, if you have something that you, you know, so, something's annoying you every day. And so you've tried to buy the five products in the marketplace that claim to solve this problem and you still have the reoccurring problem. Well, you're probably onto something in terms of like what you could solve yourself. Then you have to see, does it scale? Do other people resonate with this and want it too? But a, a lot of times, you know, people, because I, I work with other inventors too, um, they're inventing just for the sake of inventing, and then they love their idea because they came up with it. Uh-huh. Not so much because, not because there's the like an actual need, yeah. and other people want to pay for it. So it's really important to kind of start with actual value. You know, mm-hmm. is this is this solving a problem? And the other thing is like, don't don't be afraid. Just like try a ton of different things. You know, I have a a journal. At, at one point, I was just writing ten ideas a day. And it's just like going to the gym, you know, so you got to do a lot of reps to build the muscle and, and, and whatnot. Same thing with ideas. You, you're going to get better and better at it. The more ideas you put down, the more you're looking for areas that could be improved. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that, man. Don't be afraid, afraid to try new things. That's what I preach all the time. You know, it's all about experiences, trying new things, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Do, do you have any questions or anything like that for me? 
Yeah, sure. I, I've seen that you kind of have a, a, a lot of things going on. They all seem to be uh, integrated into fitness. What, what is it that you're most passionate about and, and, and want to, where do you want to take your ventures? Um, I mean, so it started out with fitness. Uh, I just wanted to be a personal trainer. That's all I wanted to be six years ago, seven years ago. Thought about owning a gym. Never thought about actually trying to own one. Um, and then it was just like, like you said, it took step by step. And fitness originally was my passion. I loved fitness. But now, over the years, it's taken a turn. You know, I've noticed from when you train athletes and clients and people, what I found most passionate was not about the actual training, getting them strong and, or losing weight and stuff like that. It was more geared towards the, uh, the emotional side of it, the individual, because you tend to be a, um, a therapist for these people. They open up to you in the sessions, you know, because they trust you, they care about you, they, you know, and they know that you care about them. And I've noticed that that's more where I'm geared towards the passion of that, of, you know, figuring out, you know, how to help them in a different way. Because, I mean, it's all integrated, you know, your mind, spirit, body, all of it, you know. And I've noticed that that is what drives me a little more than the whole fitness side of it. Like you can see, I don't post videos on workouts, how to do workouts. I mean, I did this last time, but that's not what I like. I don't like talking about working out all the time. I don't like talking about fitness all the time. Yes, I post it because it's geared towards my business, but I'm more into the actual individual. I'm more into you. What are you passionate about? What drives you? What, you know, makes you want to do things? You know, what sets you on fire? That's what really interests me. And I mean, down the road, I mean, right now we just have a PT studio. Um, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of trials, a lot of, you know, uh, connections that have been made within the city with different schools and stuff. And um, I mean, we still do want to have a uh, actual membership gym, which is in the works. It, it was in the works for next year, but everything going on, I don't know how long, much longer, you know, what's happening in the world. So it's kind of setting us back a little bit. We've adjusted and we've pivoted, but I mean, there's only so much that we can do as a service. Um, but I mean, like goals for down the road, I would say, you know, of course, owning multiple gyms, I don't want it to be a, a niche type of gym. Like some of these other ones, I would like to still, I would like to make it general broad, you know, like a commercial gym. Um, it, it, of course it's going to be hard competing with the big, you know, the big box uh, gyms, the big commercial powerhouses, if you will the LA fitnesses, the Gold's Gym, you know. But I think if you show that you actually care about the individual and you treat the customers and members and clients like they aren't just a number, then that goes a long way. Plus also what we have to offer. Um, you know, I wanna do that. There's a lot of different things that I wanna do. I know you've probably seen that we, we started a startup last year um, of a uh, digital marketing business. Um, started that with my videographer and we have four photographers that are contracted through us. Um, and basically it was just, you know, cause we were doing it for myself, for my business and stuff. So I figured, why don't we just do this for other businesses? You know, it's, it's something that we can provide a service and value for them that they might not have. You know, if they don't know how to get a professional photography service for their, their item, their store, their club, whatever that is, or, you know, professional graded videos, for marketing, let's just do it, you know? If you think about it, every single business out here could be a potential client, you know? It's just how you go about it. So we started that, me and uh, my videographer, 
Um, I basically handle the operations, day-to-day -day stuff. He is the creative guy. I, I'm not creative. <laughs> I try it, but I'm not creative. So I deal with all the contact with the businesses, the talking, the selling. I'm huge with that. I'm very sales-oriented. Um, and, you know, the goal for that is down the road, you know, of course, do um, business for big, big brand businesses. Um, but I mean, we've had a few, um, we've had a few, uh, contacts, a few, um, video services that we've done so far. And it's, we started this late last year, like in, uh, it was October. We didn't really get started with it until December. Um, uh, but then now that everything is going on, so we're going to just keep on having to put everything on hold, um, because our services do consist of us being with the person with the, you know, right next to the individual. So I, I feel like they go hand in hand, you know, because down the road we can I can always do that for my my gyms, you know, and stuff. Um, and then this podcast, this podcast, um, I started it. I think it was about two years ago in 2018, and I started it just because I love connecting with people, man. I love meeting new people, talking with new people, strangers. Doesn't matter. I feel like I can. I have the ability to connect with someone that's totally opposite me, that's totally the same, like, it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, I, I, I have that, I feel like I have that ability, and I wanted to produce some value to people, um, to show them a way how to get to where they want to get to, like you, you're a successful, you know, business owner, you know, um, I wanted to give people the idea, the, uh, the tools on how to get there, you know, so that's why every single person on our podcast has been, you know, either a business owner, a successful person in their field. We've had news reporters. We've had Gene Bell, who was the USA powerlifting coach for the past 30 years. You know, we had um, multiple business owners and each one of them have told their story. And my goal is to give people information to see how they went about it on their story, you know, their journey. And on, on, at, at the same time, I'm learning from each and every one of these people. You know, that's also a huge plus because I get to go back, listen to these videos, listen to these, uh, the, the, the podcast and take little things that I've learned from each and every one of y'all and just put it into my own playbook. You know, that's, that's the whole reason why I started this podcast was to connect, to help, uh, motivate, to help bring value to members and listeners and to basically add to my own set of skills. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's pretty, that's a, everything in a nutshell, if you will. Cool. Have, have you, you know, the, the guests that you've had on here, have you noticed something kind of similar about each of the stories? I mean, obviously they're different industries doing different things, but have you noticed like kind of like a, yes. a pattern in terms of behaviors or characteristics um, or values? Each, well, each one of them I would consider, I mean, mostly every one of them have either been a very analytical person or, or a driver, you know, or both at the same time. They, they, they know how to get things done and know how to prioritize um, their tasks, their schedules, uh, what needs to be done first and second and third. Um, and what I've really heard from a lot of them was patience. Just be patient. You know, don't try and rush anything. Just be patient and keep working on your craft. Um, and they all tend to... Um, you know, look back and focus on other people's successes and try and see what they did in order to do what they're doing. You know what I mean? 
Um, that's that's what a buddy of mine. Uh, he's he's an owner of a um, of a business here in uh, San Antonio. Very successful. Has um, he 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 does uh, he fabricates um, headlights and tail lights and stuff for like that for trucks. And he has like business. He has par- business partnerships with like fifteen to twenty um, uh, shops around the United States. And that's what he told me. He's like, look, man. He's like, I just focus on you know other people's successes. You know, not their failures, and you know, it's it's all about scheduling out your day and making sure that you have a schedule to stay consistent and to stay on top of yourself. Um, and that's one thing, like I said, that I've learned from each and every one of them. Everyone has a schedule. Everyone basically makes sure that they get to doing what they need to do in that period of time. And that's what I've been pushing to, you know, some of these people that are at home now, you know, because they don't have a schedule. You know, they're not they could be just sitting down watching Netflix all day or you can actually be learning something, doing something useful with your time right now. You know, even if you're not working, there's still a lot that you can do. You know, there's still a lot that you can learn. Don't take this downtime as a time to just not do anything. You know what I mean? That's what I've been trying to push uh, just because I know some people that have been doing that. (laughs) But yeah, man. I, I completely relate with with what you're saying. In, in 2016, I, I specifically hired a coach to uh, kind of hold me accountable for the things I was setting I was going to do. One thing he had me do is write down my time, mm-hmm. minute by minute of every day. That is a challenge in and of itself. You don't <laughs> like it, it's hard to keep track of your day, especially when you're not used to it. And I, the one thing I was just completely amazed about is how much time I waste. Yeah. I mean, like hours a day. That just kind of, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes here, it adds up. Yep. And that's two hours that you can be spent on your business. Exactly. And so when you, once you start taking accountability of the time you're wasting, well, now you can then put that time back into your schedule by planning ahead and saying, okay, well, you know, this is what I'm actually going to do. So when you start measuring things, it, it completely changes how productive you are. Huge, man. Huge. That's, that's exactly what I've been pushing. The same thing goes for whenever I sell someone personal training. I tell them, how many times do you eat fast food a week? Okay, they may eat four or five times a week. In my head, I'm thinking about, okay, they're spending about 40 to $50 a week on fast food. At the end, when we come to price, you know, I present them the prices and they kind of give me some money objections. I tell them, look, you spent 40 to $50 a week on fast food times four, you're spending about $200 a month on eating out. They don't think about it that way. The same thing with time, you know? Write out what you do all day, Oh my God. Okay. I didn't know I was, you know, not doing anything for that long. Well, and, and typically like, you know, everything is cause and effect. So if you, if, uh, you know, you, you only think you're eating four to five times fast food a week, but you don't have the physique you want or whatever it is, <laughs> it's probably more, Yeah. right? You're probably underestimating so that you don't feel bad about it. We have kind of, you know, these biases. That's why it's so important to measure it. It's like, yep. well, maybe it's actually seven to eight and you didn't, you didn't even realize <laughs> yeah. it. And it's even more, you know? And, um, again, that doesn't make someone a bad person. It's just, you haven't been measuring it. Mm -hmm. And once you do measure it, then you actually have the real data to work with. True. And you can't fake data. (laughs) Can't fake it. Yeah. Can't fake it. The the truth will set you free. So you you don't even want to, you know, once, once you know what you're working with, it it gives you the power to, uh, make changes. Exactly. I love that, man. This, I, everything you said, I love it. Um, cool, man. Cool. Um, Any other questions or anything like that? No, it's. Uh, I just want to say I appreciate 
connecting with you on on Instagram. This is awesome. part of what makes this business so fun. Is mm-hmm. you know you you put something out that you love, and then there's other people that resonate with it, and it just it it's it's really enjoyable. It, it makes it makes it fun, and um, you know I, I look forward to staying connected and watching you grow your business. Same same over here, and let let's see how we can keep working together. Exactly, man. Exactly. Um, again, thank you uh, for I guess reaching back out um, and agreeing for the podcast to do the podcast. Like I said, I think we we produced a lot of value in this thing. Um, on top of that, I can go ahead and send you the whole video. That way you can get some uh, snips and stuff if you want to post on your thing. That would be great. Cool. Um, sure. But yeah, man, um, stay connected. And for everyone watching this and listening to this, um, listen to the words that he said, you know, make a schedule, stick to it be productive and ultimately um you know focus on those little those little hurdles that you got to go through every time it's a step-by-step process um yeah man i thank you so much uh, again uh this is uh j charles and the hashtag ask j charles show uh, with brayton from any shaker oh one more time tell them what your uh the instagram is for any shaker at any shaker Pretty straightforward. That's it. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. See you.